Hi there. Welcome to What Do You Believe? Today I'm speaking with a very, very special guest. Her name is Carolyn Bangston. She is a psychoanalytic psychotherapist specializing in personality disorders. Along with her private practice, she teaches and lectures internationally for the International Masterson Institute for the study and treatment of relational trauma and the personality disorders. She's been in practice for over 20 years and has lectured for over 12. Please welcome to the show, Carolyn. Thank you so much for joining me, especially during this very crazy time. Um, I usually start the show with asking one question, which is, what do you believe? First of all, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. What do I believe? Um, I believe that most of what we need as people, as humans, resides inside of us. I wrote an article last year um, really calling on people to go more internal and pay attention and focus. And I used a term um, outside in living versus inside out. And what that means, basically, people that are living outside in, um, an example would be your people pleasers. Mm -hmm. They want to be liked, they want to be approved of, and if they get liked, if they are approved of, then they feel good inside of themselves. But that's a very tricky business, right? Because that's a kind of a moving target at all times. Yes. Um, you know, they, people like that, they have very hard time, have a very hard time with boundaries. They cannot say no, mm. um, you know, and people who live inside out, they don't have such a hard time with boundaries. Their boundaries are not completely rigid, but they do have boundaries. They can say no. They live more realistically in the world and they recognize that they're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> not everyone is going to like them. Mm. So. That's what I mean. That's just a brief example of living outside in versus inside out. Right. So it's really about authenticity. It is. It, it, it is authenticity at its mm -hmm. best. It's our, you know, it's living in our in our authentic self. Yes. Dr. Masterson, the, the gentleman that started the institute that I work for, he called it the real self versus right. false self. So that's, you know, false self is outside in, real self is inside out. Amazing. Amazing. So as, as we are here in this very crazy time of COVID-19, um, I think it's an incredibly important time to speak with you and ask you, you know, how, I mean, here we are having to spend time in quarantine and it's a very uncertain time from your perspective. Um, you know, how, how is it that we can live all these amazing things that you're saying about being authentic in this very troubling time? How does one connect with their authenticity? It's a very hard thing if you've not done it, but it can be done. Absolutely and totally. And I just want to stress here that I, I am aware that there are people that are really struggling with real, real mental illness. Yeah. And we have resources that we're going to talk about at the end of the show that, that you know, I can give you um, so that those people can get help and call hotlines, whatever. There are people worried about meeting their basic needs. Absolutely. Over their heads, their children's heads, food, this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. 
This is a very serious time and a very serious conversation. And it's not just about I had a fight with my boyfriend. And what you're saying is there are people who have real disorders, real issues that have experienced real trauma in their life. And now they're having to be in a room and it's bringing up so much. So can you speak to sort of uh, the underlying disorders that that may kind of come up at this time, um, we could maybe start with that and then go to the bigger sense of the, you know, the, the big disorders, the things that are really very, very, very serious, but going sort of the underlying issues that could come up, being in the same room, being alone with oneself, having to deal with yourself. If you can't, if you're not your own best friend, how you're learning to, to associate in that way, as opposed to learning to associate with your boyfriend or your husband or your wife, and then with your family and children, people are having to, to do their jobs and take care of their children at the same time. This is quite a lot. This is, this it, is a very serious. And if you have a solid sense of self, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot for everyone, right? I mean, you know, this coronavirus time, it, it's really, it, in reality, it's worrisome. But when people's internal realities are distorted and they don't see the world clearly, that's even worse. And these are the disorders that you're referring to, primarily personality disorders. But then that can become morbid with, you know, alcoholism, uh, drug use, this sort of thing. And then it gets really sticky and nasty, right? Um, but I think for most of us, you know, I think that there are going to be um, people that weather this better than others because they have the internal resources to do so. It doesn't mean that they're not stressed and angry and impatient, and it doesn't mean any of that. We're human beings. We're not perfect. And this is a very difficult thing that we're going through. But then there's a whole other segment of the population, and it runs a continuum, um, that, you know, having to sit with themselves and really focus on themselves is very anxiety provoking. Mm. We've developed all of these behaviors to cope and not, you know, there's a lot of denial that goes on in our world, in our society. And this is not new to us, but with social media, you know, it gets a little bit more pronounced. It's more yes. pervasive. Um, you know, it, this is our modern day keeping up with the Joneses, right? <laughs> It causes a lot of people to feel bad about themselves. It causes them a lot of stress. Um, So again, that's an outside in sort of thing. There's nothing wrong with being on social media. I love being on Instagram. I love doing it. Um, But it's not a And we're going to do one tomorrow, right? We're going to do a live tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Um, And I think people really, really need it right now. Um, yeah. but, but to your point of, of these underlying disorders and the larger disorders, I mean, are there any coping mechanism, I mean, just coping mechanisms, of course, but are there anything, are there, are there any um, ways of coping or, or understanding or recognizing when another person or ourselves are becoming at risk for something even greater? Is there something that you could talk about or address in that respect? Um, I don't know that I think when you say greater, I think you mean it gets worse. Yes. I'm not sure that it gets worse. I just think that stuff is coming out that has been held in. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really, you know, this is where meditation is really good, but people get very confused about meditation. Meditation. I have a lot of patients that come into my office and they use it to get rid of feelings. That's not the point of meditation. Not the point. 
It's not the point at all. The point is, is to be with yourself and see what comes. Exactly. Thoughts are there and then they go away, but you welcome the thought and then it goes away. I mean, I, I completely, you're right. I mean, people need to understand or they, they need to learn a bit more about meditation before they take, take on that practice. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. So what would be another, if it's, if it is meditation and they're, let's say they're not meditating, what would you suggest? I mean, it's, there are tons of apps out there, of course, that they can download and it's just quiet, tranquil Calm. music, calming. Um, I mean, are there other ways of other things that you could sort of suggest if things are starting to come on? I mean, when when should we could talk about the organizations because I know this is incredibly important. Um, when is it time in a situation? I mean, aside from someone really, you know, clearly, are there any moments that you think, wow, this is when you should make that call to to this organization? Or when you start to notice something about, you know, a, a person who's becoming emotionally unhinged. I mean, is there anything or unhealthy, you know, is there anything you can address to that? Is there certain characteristics? Well, certainly, if you feel like you are becoming unhinged or you see someone in your family becoming unhinged, that's when you call for sure. Um I think, so going back to the meditation, something that you said that you, you accept the thought and then it goes away. What I would say is accept the thought and it's probably a thought you've had a million times, write it down. Mm. Wow. Start, one of the thing, one of the, one of the beautiful, beautiful things about psychotherapy that I think that, you know, psychoanalytic psychotherapists do is they help people to develop a narrative around themselves, to tell their story. And what that means is, is that you tell your story, but you tell it with a, an emotional depth. So I'll have people that will come into my office in the first few weeks, you know, they're talking about stories with their mother, their father, whomever, abusive situation, emotional abuse, whatever. And they're just giving you the words. Mm-hmm. They don't really connect to it. As therapy goes on, they can tell you that same story and all the affect, all the feeling is there. And it is this beautiful, rich, uh, very um, intricate narrative story that people end up telling about themselves. People can start doing this on their own. Wow. But it's hard. So I want to back up a bit and and talk about why people don't want to do it. Because oftentimes what emerges are very difficult feelings and memories, memories from childhood, anger, sadness, fear, loneliness. That's very hard to sit with. Yes. So that is why we have all of these coping mechanisms. You know, we run around frenetically. We're busy, 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 you know, whatever we want to be liked. All of these coping mechanisms in order not to feel those feelings. So I would encourage people to start sitting with their feelings and let them come and start to try to make sense. This is a perfect time to start psychotherapy. You know, psychotherapists, I'm doing my psychotherapy online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really, You have this quiet time now. And whatever it is that you've been ignoring for years, let it come. Deal with it. We only get one life. Yes. Yes, that's we true. We only get one life. And, and, and what people fail to understand is we have a lot inside of us. We have a lot of good 
And we have a lot of heavy emotion too. Yes. And we can put those two things together. It's yeah. what makes us human. Yeah. I call it exquisitely imperfect. Beautiful. That's who we are. Yes. So we can really start to recognize this with this time that we do have. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's interesting how outside reality can be a rubber stamp for inside reality. I read a quote last week, wonderful quote. And basically what the person was saying is that we can use coronavirus, this crisis, to ignore the crisis inside of us. Mm -hmm. Or we start really dealing with what's going on inside of us. They went on to explain, I never knew this, that crisis is the Greek, Greek word for sift. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Oh, the, wow. Time of internal sifting. Wow. I was amazed by that. I loved it so that, much. That is very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just so enthralled with your, your, this conversation right now. So thank you. I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, as a coach, you know, I, I, I have a certification in, in transformational life coaching and, you know, we're all about the future. We're all about taking action. And I love this because it's like, it's like, you know what, just sit and just chill and, and just sit with yourself and just, you know, yes, it's like there comes a time where you have to take action and do things and go and move forward and, you know, be in that place of doing. Yeah. Um, and here we have this amazing reset, this opportunity to like really dig down deep and just see what's there and deal with it. And I, you know, I, I love that sitting in the emotion and see what comes up and, and then, and then you can make sense of the sense of the story that, that, like you said, so eloquently, and then, and then, you know, kind of take it from there. Um, I, can I say you know, something here? Because you're saying yeah. you are pointing out something extremely important. It's, it's one of the things that kind of makes me crazy with this, you know, positivity move, movement look into the future, focus, you know, in the here and now, focus on the future. We are defined by our past until we deal with it. 100%. It, it is our present. It is our future until it is resolved. I hear you. I, I, I want you to talk, talk more about that because before I throw my sense in there, my two cents, my three cents, yeah. or four. So what I mean by this is there are, you know, we, we typically, not all of us, and again, this runs a continuum as well, but we typically grow up having to form ourselves around our primary caretaker. Mm. They signal to us, don't say that, don't feel that, don't be that. Yeah. And it, the, the most formative years are zero to three. We get these signals very early on and our, we form our personality around that. When that occurs at whichever level, mm -hmm. you are not recognizing your authentic self, your individuality. Yeah. You're not operating from that space. So that really has to be understood and felt in order to move forward. There's a real grief around that for people. Yeah. 
and we're running, running around so we don't have to grieve. Yeah. And we don't honor ourselves in this. There is no honoring of the self in running. I was listening to one of your podcasts with Alicia and yeah. so funny. I really, I, yeah. And yeah. I enjoyed that podcast. I love the segment, the part of it where she was talking about inner child. Do you remember that? Oh, of course. <laughs> love it. I actually tend to agree with her with this whole line. It's like, ooh, inner child. You know, I don't necessarily love the messaging around it and the language, but there really is an inner child. Yes. And usually had to stop growing at some point. And then we just have a bunch of pseudo adults running around. We work, we have kids, we get married but we're not really all there. Mm. We haven't completely grown up yet. Right. Right. Wow. So that's you know, my- <laughs> I, I, no, listen, I'm, I'm, I am with you. I mean, I, I agree with you and I see that as incredibly valuable to know oneself on that deep of a level of, you know, hundred percent. Um, and, you know, Alicia made me laugh when she said that because, you know, she's like, oh, like I want to like, uh, like everything in my body was like inner child. Ah. And it's funny. It is funny. Um, but her reaction after that story, if she told that story of, of when she was crying, you know, and she had such an emotionally gutting, you know, reaction to actually sitting with herself and experiencing that. That's the honoring. It's honoring. You're right. Absolutely. And I think and here's the tipping point. It's like the part of it is like, here you have like new age and you know, here I'm a coach. You could be like, oh my God, this bullshitty coach comes comes along. And I get it. Cause like for a lot of, no, but I'm going to like, I, I'm just saying there's a lot of like other things that come up that are sort of, wait, what about your past? You know, you, you, and I agree, but it's, it's, and there's like a, you know, like the new, you know, all of the new age and everything and, and thinking positively wellness. Exactly. Thank you. Thinking positively and projecting yourself and being, you know, all of that. It doesn't work unless if you're really, if you really have something in your past that is stopping you from living and really stepping into your present, you're right. You're not going to really get anything out of it, which is why I always say as a coach, it's really helpful to have therapy and coaching. Yeah. I think it's a really great mix. Um, you know, it, ha- thinking positively is not going to change your life if you're a negative person and you, you know, and you've had trauma when you were younger. Yeah. You're just going to drive yourself crazy saying, why isn't this working? I'm thinking positively. Well, guess what? You're not because inside, deep, deep inside of you, you don't believe yes. in anything positive. And if that's the case, it's not, it doesn't work for everyone. And, and, and I agree with you. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I, 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 I completely get that, that it can be a danger to some people and it can be a real danger to, to people who think they can change their lives like that by just starting to think positively. It's, it's not, it's not going to work. Change is hard. Change is hard. It is hard. It is but you know, that's the great thing about getting older also. I feel like when I, I was meditating on this today, I was like, you know, I I feel that in my years, I'm, if I was, I don't know how I would have dealt with this if I was 30. You know, I feel like my life experience has helped me sure. get 
okay with this situation and say, you know what, it's going to be okay. And I can handle this. I have the experience. I've been through hard times. I know that this is going to eventually be okay. Whereas someone who maybe is younger or maybe never had to face hard times before is suddenly saying, holy, what? This is serious. What? This is the first real challenge I've ever really had in my life. How am I going to cope with this? You know, and, and I think, you know, as much as we are, we're talking about people who, of course, have very serious issues, it's like, it's, it could also be the person who doesn't really, never went through a, th- to a therapist, thinks they're totally fine, and, and all of a sudden is like running into this major issue, which is a global crisis. We are in a global crisis. Um, so maybe, I don't know if you want to speak to anything in terms of, well, that's that? really interesting because you're right. I, I think that, you know, the people I see in my office are you and me. Right. I'm seeing I'm... everyday people <laughs> who are doing their lives, do you know? Like, that, that's why I say it really runs a continuum, yes. you know, in terms of how much uh, sense of agency you have or how you know, truly good you feel about yourself. And I actually, someone asked me the other day, they asked me, are you happy? Mm. I love that question because my answer always is I'm content. Yeah. And I have real moments of happiness and I have real moments of not. Right. People who can deal, they can write, they, they can live in the joy and they can write out the pain. Yeah. You know? And so I agree with you. I think there are some people that maybe didn't have uh, a lot of difficulty where they really had to exercise that sense of agency, you know, internally and they're freaking out. Yeah. So yeah. this is yeah. an opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. It really is. You know, for those of us that are functioning in the pretty middle ground area, yes. that, you know, just are kind of depressed and anxious and not feeling fulfilled and not feeling whole. This is beautiful. This opportunity is it's perfect. It is. Steve, thank you for that positivity. I think everyone needs to hear that. It is an opportunity. It yes. absolutely is. And there's there's great creativity that can come from this. Yeah. And we can do amazing things. And it will get better. You have to have some glimmer of hope in a situation like this. Because if people who say, oh, I don't know, this is the end of the world. What? Are you kidding me? What? This is, come on. We're all in it together. We are all in it together. And, and, and I, I love, I love everything you're saying and I love your positivity. Is there anything that you can, do you want to go through some of the links that we were talking about earlier before the yeah. call? Yes. I Cause do. I would love Please. if you could give people, you know, places to go, you know, not go, not physically. Yeah. Call. These are, um, <laughs> texting places that you can text actually, uh, governor Cuomo, um, has a mental health hotline now. That he's developed, which I think is wonderful, uh, for the state of New York. And that number is 844-863-9314. There is also the disaster distress helpline. Mm -hmm. And that is 1-800. And this is is national. 985-5990. Or you can text. Uh, 66746 and text talk with us Mm. to that number. There's also, um, you can text talk to 741 
Also, what a lot of people don't realize is many insurance companies have uh, crisis counselors. Right. So you can call your insurance company and see if someone's available to speak with you. Perfect. Um, if anyone is looking for psychotherapy links, I can help with that. And if you'd like to email me, it's cb717888 at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Great. So what I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to take all, after this, I'm going to take all these numbers and I'm going to post them on my Instagram. Right. I want everyone to know everything and your information. If they, if they, if they're needing a session and want to reach out and also all these, all these numbers and, and hotlines, really, that's fantastic. Thank you. You're very This welcome. was so, so great. Um, breathing, breathing, <laughs> breathing is a good one. Breathing. And you can go on YouTube, do you know, like you can Google and, and get videos on YouTube and breathing is very good. Breathing is, is essential. It's true because we don't realize sometimes we're not taking a full breath in and it's that's what's true. causing that's the anxiety. anxiety. Mm -hmm. That's the anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And yes. we all have it. You know, for me, I don't feel it so much. It comes mm -hmm. out in my body. Ah, really? Yeah, my back hurts or, you know, I get a pain. You get physical physical symptoms. Yeah. Wow. I've been feeling pretty okay, but we're all, you know, this is all unknown to us. You know, there isn't a person that knows, you know, it, I think we are ultimately going to be fine, but when and what does that look like? Yeah. Everyone's worried about this. Of course. Of course, everyone is worried. Of course. I have to say what's helped me quite a lot every day I wake up and I create an intention. I create an intention for the day mm -hmm. because having a purpose, I mean, regardless of your day job or whatever is, whatever you're doing with taking care of your kids, you, having an intention is so important to sort of just feel purposeful yes. in your own, in, in your, in yourself that day, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to get on the mat. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to, you know, call my aunt. I'm going to, whatever it is that, that, you know, at that, after doing it, you're going to feel so much better and, and your day will, will feel, uh, fulfilled. Um, that's been helping. And also, you know, shutting down, powering down, not turning the television on, um, turning, turning off my phone and just really concentrating. I feel, I think a lot of people are keeping their phones on because they feel like they need the information right away. You know, if, if, if Governor Cuomo says something or the yeah. president or something is like, something's coming out, it's but like you know nothing's, nothing's going to come out that we need to know right that second. It's so say shut your phone off. times in a day. So Exactly. <laughs> 50 so times in a day, if not a thousand. Exactly. exactly. So I, I feel like, you know, that's, that's a big thing because all of, you know, and that's turn so off good. your alerts. Yeah. Turn off your alerts. You don't need the bloody alerts. Um, and um, exercise. So, sorry, it's part of how they cope. Yeah, it's, it's it is that you know if I can control the outside somehow, yes, yeah, control inside. So I'm glad you brought that up because it's I was thinking that too. You know, turn off your televisions. But I think it's important to understand why people are hooked to their televisions or their phones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, you're right. The reason why they're doing it for sure. Yeah. Um, I. Some things have come up, you know, that I've noticed, I mean, and I'm just curious because this is, you know, with friends or with family or whatever it is, it's sort of, 
you start to learn a lot about yourself in terms of how I'm learning a lot about how I interact with my friends and just seeing also, you know, like what is, you know, codependency as opposed to healthy codependency. I don't know if there is a thing as healthy because of the codependency or healthy dependency or healthy you know, dependency, healthy dependency. Thank you. So there, there's, it's an interesting, um, it, just an, just a very, I've just noticed, you know, even just how people tell me stories about their interactions with their family or their friends, what looks healthy? Because if someone is not getting back to you, that causes anxiety on top of, well, well, oh, we're supposed to have the cocktail hour, but, you know, Susie can't make it. It's like things, you know, sometimes those little things can be a big deal. You know, if so, you know, so I'm just curious, like, what does a healthy picture look like? So, you know, what's coming to mind, and it was actually one of my things that I wanted to talk about. So I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I was thinking about loneliness mm. and during this time, and yeah. you know, there are people that feel lonely with people. Yes. Do you know, it doesn't, so yeah. that deep, deep loneliness within that's different than feeling alone yeah. and being alone. I think it is so important for people to be able to be alone with themselves. However, when you do have this healthy sense of self, there is a healthy dependency where you can, you know, I, you know, if you're having a moment and you're thinking, God, I'm just kind of freaking out here for a few minutes. I'm going to call my friend. I just need to say this out loud to someone and then just say to me, you know what? It's a little <laughs> or whatever. Or right. I, I I get it. I feel the same way right now. That's healthy dependency. But when you get these people that are constantly and it really rattles them not to have the connection, there's something usually going on there. Okay. That's the outside in. That's the what? You cut out. The outside in. Yes. Oh my God. I love how you brought it full circle. So I feel, you know. Right. Oh my God, you brought up full circle. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, that's the outside in. I mean, it's, it's, it is, I'm just, I'm super, I think because, because I am alone. So I'm super, I'm trying to be super aware of, of, of how I come across or what I say or, you know, how I interact because everyone is so heightened. Yes. You know, all of our emotions are like whizzing, <laughs> like, you know, fired up and, you know, even the slightest thing, you know, can kind of just spin people out or spin yourself out. I always say it's like, right now, I'm very cautious about, you know, if I have friends who are conspiracy theorists, I may avoid them a little bit right now, you know? No, I agree. I I get it. I get it. No, you have to protect your mental health. (laughs) You have to protect your mental health. Wow. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much. This was great. I'm so yeah. uh, amazing. You're an angel. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Know about that. I'm, uh, I'm both. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. That. <laughs> great. Perfect. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all though? I would love to end with a quote by Carl Jung. Is it okay? Yes, please. Okay. I love, I'm a big quote gal. So, oh, so God. this is by Carl Jung. Your vision will become clear only when you can look into your own heart. Who looks outside dreams? Who looks inside awakens? Oh, I just got chills. Thank you. Wow. Oh, thank (laughs) you so 
much. So oh, much. Thank you. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Me too. I'm very excited. Take thank care. You, you too. Stay Bye -bye. well. You as well. Bye. Bye.